Hello, guys. How are you? This is the first episode of the InterTalks podcast, your entertainment podcast from Brazil to the world. My name is João Vitor, and I'm here with Gabriel. Hello, everyone. Well, we are here today, here today to talk about the working problems on the anime industry. Yeah, we are, we are already starting with a very polemic topic right in the first episode. Yeah. It's not common. So let's start talking about what exactly is anime. Why it, it is different from other productions from other countries. Why this special name? Well, anime in, in, in its most basic form refers to animation. Interestingly enough, the name itself isn't an abbreviation of the English word animation. Instead, it's how you say animated cartoon in Japanese. To a Japanese viewer, however, anime is any cartoon, whether it's made in Japan or not. And this description is different. It's different because of the unique art style. And because it can relate to more realistic, realistic topics, and not always will be focused on comedy or satire. This is uh, some of the difference that make anime stand out compared to other animations from other countries. So we have a lot of mainstream successes that are famous even in the westerns, like uh, Naruto, Dragon Ball. Some a bit old, like uh, was Bleach, Kintama, One Piece, uh, some recent launch like Black Cobra, My Hero Academia, and other things. And some that are less mainstream, yeah, like uh, some random enemies here, Violet Evergarden, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Brand New Animal. There are enemies for any kind of public, any kind of age, any gender you choose. So let's get to the point. What's the working condition problems through the animation studios? Okay, thanks, Gabriel. The problem is the workers in the bottom of the production hierarchy, there are the in between animators. We'll see later what they do. They work a lot of hours and earn a very low salary. The average monthly salary of, of them is around uh, $833. For a Brazilian, this can be can look at reasonable salary, but in Japan, things were different. Nearly 18% of the people that work in the anime industry live in Tokyo, that is the capital of Japan. And Tokyo is, in, is the third more expensive city of the world to work and live. So we have an extremely, an extremely high life cost and a low salary. But why? Why those things happen? We will see now the problem and its roots. Right, Gabriel? Yeah.
Well, first, we will explain the steps of anime production. So, how anime requires money for the production. And to fund this money, animation studios collect funding from some companies, like TV stations, movie companies, ad companies, and others. This method of funding is called production committee. Once the technical changes are finished, the production committee contracts a studio that will actually produce the anime. Determining a budget and a deadline. So let's see what happens inside an anime studio. Well, we will ignore all the parts of sound effects, soundtrack producing, and other things because we focus just on the animation part. After the after the script of the production is done, the directors making a storyboard, a series of drawings that will show the camera positioning of each scene, the position of the characters, his speeches, and so on. So, the keyframe animators, they are the highest on the animation hierarchy. Take the storyboard and look at them making the, the layout. The layout is the bare bones of the animation, having the key poses for the movements. For example, if someone is walking, the first frame can be the right feet on the front, and then he makes another frame for lifting the left feet, and makes a third frame for the left feet on the front of the character, and so on. So, making a slideshow of the movie. Then, this layout is checked by the directors, and write down all the changes that need to be made. So, this layout is approved, and send it back to the keyframe animator. So, he makes the changes that need to be made, and then we have a second key animation. After the second key is approved, it is sent to the in-betweeners. There are the central topic of our talk. The in-betweeners make the intermediary frames between these key poses, so the movement can look more smooth. Then all these frames is colored, composited with the scenarios, and with the 2D and 3D effects that need to be applied. And we have one single take done, yay! Now we just need to repeat this process for all the takes of our production. Yay, this is very fast. So, we have seen the importance that the in-betweeners have in animation production. Without that, the animation would look like a slideshow without any kind of appeal to the public. So, why they earn so little? Why their salary is so low? And remember, this problem is not just of the in-betweeners. This problem is spread in the whole producing system of anime. Every single role earns less money than in the other countries. But why? Why things work that way, and specifically in Japan? Can you explain for me a bit of it, Gabriel? Yes, I can. Well, the situations are normally not fault of the studios. What happens is that, is that the production committees give very low budgets and short deadlines to the studios. So the animators have to work various hours a day and with very low income. So why would companies collaborate on works? There are two main reasons. Risks and specializations. If one company produces something all by themselves, 
They are, the hook, they are on the hook entirely if it fails. The production committees act, act like a lifesaver because the loss won't be divided in the companies. A blowout success means that your company won't make as much, but that's the insurance cost to guarantee that you aren't losing a ton of money on something that you that won't bring the revenue you thought it might. Additionally, producing something like a movie, stage show, stage show, or TV show on your own is very challenging. There's a lot of t- steps you have to take. Finding cast and staff, promotion, get someone to broadcast, producing music for it, selling his mer- merchandise in a home video, and so forth. So, why exactly things don't change? Why things still work that way? Can you explain for me? Yes, yes. Well, first thing, companies prefer to invest a bit in a lot of different animes than invest a lot in just one anime. So, although the anime industry is growing, the budgets, the budgets and the salary is still the same. I remember that. Another reason is the culture. Asian people have a culture of working hard by themselves. Added to that, people that work with anime normally do this because they love animation and they feel proud of having their names in an anime credit, not by prosperity. So normally they don't complain about this kind of abuses. Yeah, and labor unions normally don't work in this case because in Japan they are organized by company not by industry, industry, and most of the animators are freelancers, hired by projects and not by permanent employees of any studio. By the way, most of the animators are freelancers because they are a cheaper labor to the studios. They can earn less than $2 per frame and they practically don't have labor rights. So beginners who get to draw a lot of frames a day suffer having to work a lot to earn the minimum to survive. With that, they don't have the time needed to improve their skills and go up in the production hierarchy. Another problem is that fewer and fewer animators are entering the industry. This adds to the fact there are lots of animation studios in Japan because inexperienced animators to enter high positions and difficult productions without having adequate preparation. But I have hope that things can change. There are organizations like the NPO Animators Supporters that is finding for better life conditions to Japanese animators with projects like the Animator Dormitory and a new anime producing system that could better pay animators. And we are starting to have competition. Chinese 2D animation studios are growing and it looks like they are paying more than Japanese studios do. So, the Japanese animating industry, that already suffers with the lack of animators, can lose even more workers to foreign industries if it doesn't attract new animators with better salaries. Another thing is that the Japanese animation industry is earning a lot of money licensing animes to other countries through streaming services. This can incentivate the production committees 
to make the budgets higher in the future. And, and we are already seeing the salaries and the working conditions slowly becoming better recently. And I think this is intense. These are the bad deals and these are the hopes. I really hope that you liked this first episode of Intertalks. Honestly, I really hope that things can get better in the anime industry. And I want to share this feeling with you. If you know about an animator that is very talented, there are a lot of mats of a lot of compilations of great animations if you know so if you know about some animator that that has a great talent find his social media retweet share everything that you want and make the world know that his guy exists and his talent so even if they don't receive the money he received the appreciation of his fans Thank you. Bye. I'm João Vitor. Gabriel? Well, bye. Bye, everyone. I'm Gabriel Andrade.